Moso koyandi andanan, Mosan shantan yananan, Moko nan e an andanan, Moso an e an sananan, Moko yan e an andanan, Mosan dan e an andanan, Moko nan e an andanan, Mosan shanana andanan, Moko o o o andanan, Mosan kan u an andanan, Andanan. Anyanan, Anyanan. <laughs> we speak in our heavenly language. <laughs> our earthly language come up too. And today, Holy Spirit say, uh-uh, speak some more. Ani anmosokanyanan. Satamo sashaku, iandamo sashate, moko yanda satan, mosoko nalidan. A little louder, say amosashakan. With all of your being, mososhakan, iandotan. Even a revelation of Holy Spirit came up higher. We have to know that we're going to always excel. We're going to always excel. We're going to always exceed. We're going to always come up higher. We're going to always go up. So every time we go up, we are somewhere where we've never been. And sometimes we become frustrated because we're trying to give off the same sound to a place we've never been. Due to a realm we just left off. But we have to come up higher with the praise. Come up higher with the giving of thanks. Give something we never had or received what we never seen, heard, nor understood. Hallelujah. God say, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard. Enter into the hearts what God has prepared for those who, who love him. Waking up to the angels, singing. And they were singing, don't you want that time? Are you ready for that time? Don't you want that time? Are you ready for that time? Like, huh? Don't you want that time? Are you ready for that time? Regarding all of us. Because we all benefit from each other. No more separation. Because there's such a rededication in the atmosphere just to be better. To know better, to do better, and to stay that way. Somehow we keep going back and forth from the old man to the new, and that's the warfare. Our flesh and our spirits within. We keep going back and forth between both realities. I had a dream. And it seemed like it was natural, but it was actually spiritual, God said. At a family reunion, and this side of the family was from Philadelphia. They are from Philadelphia. And we went there to have our reunion. And it was so much food, different types of food. And it all came from one cook. And I didn't recognize the cook. And I mean, these were trays and recipes that I have never seen in the earth. It was as if God made every tray. Like seven different ways to create different recipes of macaroni and cheese. Urbanly, traditionally, doesn't even matter. 
just how you want it. God know just the way we like it. But no one really wanted to eat. Everybody really wanted to enjoy each other and dance and have fun and talk. Because usually when we go to functions, that's the first thing we do. We eat. No, they want to do the opposite this time. We want to talk and engage. Forget the food. So it was almost time for us to leave. And guess what? They were going to throw the food in the trash. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it was me and a couple of others. Because a lot of the food have not even been touched. Large trays, enough for like 75 people a piece. I never seen nothing like that before. I was like, oh my God, overwhelmed. <laughs> oh God. See that the master's table. <laughs> oh God. I went too far. Oh God. I seriously. I started, you know, packing stuff up the table with me. That's not going in the trash. And then I got stopped by a gentleman. Wait, what are you doing? I'm taking some home. They about to throw it in the trash. No, let others eat. No, they're saying they don't want. It's going in the trash. I don't want it to go in the trash. I don't want to waste any food. So me and others were packing up, but that person only stopped me. And they kept insisting on put it back on the table. I'm like, they don't want it. I'm like, you're not hearing me. They don't want it. It's going in the trash. Do you want some? No. So they thought it'd be best to keep the food out on the table. No, it's going to go in the trash. So the cook, you know, I, I got the cook's attention. Hey, to the chef. Let him know what you're about to do with this food. I want to throw it in the trash. I mean, I always cook more. What am I going to do with it? And the person was upset because I was right. And the chef said, take more with you. And the person really got upset because he said, take more. And he didn't want me to take none. And I woke up and here goes the angels. Don't you want that tie? Are you ready for that tie? Don't you want that tie? Are you ready for that tie? And what God means is through our family bloodlines, we have a connection to the kingdom. In our bloodlines, there are many different attitudes, different ways of feeling, different morals, different traditions. And we have a connection to the kingdom. It wasn't natural food about the dream. It was spiritual food. That's why it was different types of trades. Because people were eating for different types of places. It don't matter if you believe in God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. You're still under the laws of Pentecostal, apostolic, Christianity, Judaism, seven-day holiness, Aventus. You are not on one accord. One accord, one sound, one believing, one heart, one mind, one word, one people from one God. And the dream was telling me 
You have a connection to God. And you also have a connection to God regarding your bloodline. And God's going to use you as a demonstration and use me to bring others back to him. And it's not always verbal. It's not always on the phone. It's just being a demonstration. Being consistent with our walk with God. You ever had people around you that when you come under a different influence, they begin to come under with you? Your attitude changed, theirs changed right with yours? Because God going to use you to bring them and keep them with him. Same goes for me. We have to feed the sheep. And he said, my sheep know my voice. Some people's lives with God are connected to our obedience. That's why it's bigger than us. That's why it's not about us. Whenever we have a heart to just serve, when we in ministry, no matter how we use by the gifts that God placed within us, the anointing that's flowing, while we worshiping and praising God, you know how different that atmosphere is? Every time, that's how it's supposed to be all the time. We live in the supernatural. We're not waiting to see supernatural things show up. We live in that place because we live in him. That's how we live. We don't go to encounter. We dwell in that place. And it's okay to have a reality check. But I realize how significant it is to keep on checking. Can't take no break, no breaks in checking. Because the enemy is panicking. Study in what area. He know what we like, what we don't like. Our strengths, our weaknesses. Who can I use? Who, what, when, where to distract them? Have them to feel victimized and not the victory. Not be aware that we dominate regarding our dominion. We are liberal when it comes to liberation. You understand. And God is so gracious to grace us. We have to continue. These words of prophecy are also for me. I just said last week being used by Holy Spirit. Stir yourself up. God not just saying these things for no reason. Because you're going to have to. I'm going to have to. If I'm of the new man, you of the new man, then why we keep going back and forth with the old? There shouldn't be no agitation, no frustration, no victimizing ourselves. We need to well in a visitation with God. We come together in fellowship and still not be able to hear. And there are people right now at the liquor store who can hear a word right now. It's not behavior based. Many people think that we think that we better. We're wiser. 
Because of pride and arrogance. We have to stay out of our own way. And let's go all the way with him how he want to do it. Let's just go and see what he has waiting for us. What we've never encountered. In the midst of a storm, peace be still because we can cease every storm. We cast down mountains. New mountains may be full. And we have the ability to cast down every mountain and cease every storm. There's no mountain that, that you know, crumble down and form again. New chapter, new realm, new mountain, and new power to cast it down. We don't cast down and pull down strongholds to put them back up again. We don't break chains to connect them back again. They stay broken. How can my heart be scarred and my heart is fixed? How can my mind be troubled and my mind is renewed? How can I say I'm in battle when it says that the battle is not mine? It belongs to the Lord. That means that I always win. We are more than conquerors. The warfare is Quenisha new man with the Quenisha old man. That to keep the old man behind. And to keep it behind, we already have our focus and our eye gate on our cross. We said, take up the cross and walk. That means we got something to do. We're not just sitting around doing nothing. Thank God for our journeys the way that they are. Too much is given, much to be required. No time for tantrums. I start with myself. God is pushing and he's pushing me. And I felt pressure. No, you feel positioned. You're stronger. You're wiser. You're a messenger. You have to stand. You have to know what it's like to walk with your own two feet. Every walk requires two feet, not four feet, not six feet. You can't lean on anybody but God. And that's why your life stands only on his word. And yours do too. How does that look me as a messenger? In this generation. And we read about all the other messengers in their generation. They came away with God to hear and release. No one depended on people. No one put problems on their backs. No one had a tantrum. Now we made mistakes. But we got to cut off that place. Because he's still the same. And God to release a word as a messenger. You have to receive the message by coming out the mess. You can't lean on anything, any place, any person. You have to stay focused so you can hear and speak. You have to cleave to God. It's that vital. It's an emergency. So emerge and see. 
We all have a responsibility to depend only on him regarding our walk. We can't depend on cash app. We can't depend on PayPal. We can't depend on subscriptions. We can't depend on magazines. We can't depend on connections. We have to depend on him. Every disciple carry light so they can look up and receive a heavy deposit to release a miracle sight and wonder. When Peter says silver and gold had I not, don't mean he can't get. Seeing Christ multiplying, releasing miracles, he gonna leave them without if they really needed that. Now I thank God for modern day of everything that first came from the kingdom. The transportation, the technology, all of that, I thank him for it. Now we can carry luggages when we go to these hotels. Go to different places to do different things. But he says, carry light me in your heart, in my heart, so we can receive heavy from him. Because if we carry heavy by looking around, there's no need for us to look up at him. When Christ released that miracle, he looked up and gave thanks. Even when it came to Moses, right there at the river, after the last plague, get out of here, Israelites. Take our stuff too. Go, get out. Your God is powerful. We see in mighty works. Get out. And then they all stuck right there, the Israelites. Thought they were stuck. They saw water. Now we got to cross over. Moses, how dare you lead us this far? Now we got back to slavery. See, one step away from the breakthrough. Sometimes we have to be that voice over every other voice and tune out every other voice around. We can't, we won't, we don't. No, yes, we will, we can, we have. It's gonna require somebody's step of faith. And not us just waiting to take a step in order to see before we step. We have never received that way. And God will speak to our heart regarding what he wants us to do. No one going to be here thinking, uh, should I step or should I stay? Holy Spirit knows exactly what to do. Just follow Holy Spirit. And have a heart open so we can hear. Because the heart is not open. The mind, the, you understand. The ears cannot hear, nor the eyes can see. And Moses begin to use his faith, and there go God departing it. Same goes for Harriet Tubman. Same encounter. She had over 15, you understand, trips going back and forth from the plantation in Maryland to Philadelphia. And the plan was from Philadelphia to get on the ship to go to Canada. And before her last mission trip, she went to the, her original plantation to go get the people in her bloodline. They, they, you know, separated her and her family. And she came all the way back to get her sister for real. That was one of her main attempts to get my sister. And her sister was saying, no, I went through all of this. From Philadelphia back to Merlin. <laughs> what do you mean you're not going to come? I'm scared. We might get caught. So all the other the people in the homes and the babies. Okay, we're going to go. We want to see the light of day. We want to see Freedom Line. If we're going to go out, we're going to go out trying. And they went. And they got near water. 
And all of a sudden, they begin to cuss her out and get mad at her. It's your fault. Now we're going to get beaten. We're going to be jailed. They're going to kill us. Massa going to kill us, Harriet. We should have followed you. She braced her hands up in the air. She began to walk in the river. The water began to come to her waist. It began to come to her bottom neck. It began to come past her mouth. It began to come past her nose. Then it went back down to her chin. It went back past her breast. It went past her neck, her stomach, her legs. It went from nine feet to three feet and two steps, basically. It came down from her, her arms, down from her breastplate, down from her stomach, her spine, down from her thighs. And she was able to step out to the other side. And they were cheering and shouting. But if she did not take that step of faith and took a step back, she would not receive and they would not receive the breakthrough. Sometimes it takes one person's step of faith. You understand? And it was so amazing. They all began to walk in the water. It went to their eyes and it went back to their chin and it went down from their chin to their chest. Went down from their chest to their stomach. Down to their stomach to their waist. Look at God. He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's done. He prepared a way of an escape every single time. And there are so many ways of escape right before us in our path. So many open doors that no man can close right in our path. You understand? Even during a pandemic, it wasn't to focus and confess COVID-19, 17, 16. And it's a reality it was happening. But it was for the shutdown, the quarantine, to come away regarding God's visions and dreams for what he's positioning us to do now. Because we can come together like we normally do. And we only coming together amongst those who want to come together with us. What does that put those who are connected, who don't want, who don't care? Who don't feel. Who don't know. And our gifts. Being used in our walks alone. Not thinking about. Who's watching. Who's with us. Just going before God. Being led. What can I do. And when we humble ourselves. He always positions us for miracle signs. And wonders following with people. Yes we are the church. And that's what apostolic really means. Building churches. That means building people. Naturally, you can build a church. People to come in and dwell. But spiritually, it's building people. That's what apostolic means. Building people up. When we go out on trips and do things of God and travel and even go next door in our communities. It's not to release things where they will need again. 
It's a release to supernatural where they will never go hungry and thirsty again. You understand? You understand? So many of testimonies. Women at the well. Look what happened with that supernatural encounter. Now had he just gave her some natural water, she would have went back the next day or later on. But she received water when she never went thirsty and she went and spreaded it. Hallelujah. Everybody has a day and we just stay in the game. And regarding the game, we already won. The game never ends. We all on the same team and nobody's riding a bench. What a wonderful game. Even without miles, stay in the game. Without thoughts, stay in the game. How we feel, our emotions, stay in the game. Stay in the game. Because it's time for the supernatural to really be evident. That's what shifts and changes people. To come from that reality to his reality. Because that's where the power, that's where the might, that's where the glory, that's where the mercy, and that's where the grace is. His reality. When it comes to doing work of the Lord, I cannot think about anything other than just serving. Taking a step to do. So do you. I told myself today, when I go out, if I'm really not led to cut my camera on, this just for me. I don't really want to cut it on. I don't want to focus on the audience. I just want to serve without being seen. <laughs> you understand? Not going back and forth like we normally do. And look and see who's looking, who's watching. Doesn't matter. God's watching. We're doing it for him, not ourselves. Before God sent me out of this country, those times that he did, I had to go in my own community first. That wouldn't even look right. I skipped all this land and go somewhere else. And when I was there for two weeks, at this specific place, I was handing out water, giving out clothes, and you know, paying for this and paying for that. Then I realized God shook the atmosphere. It's not enough water in the world for all of you, for every nation where He sent us. Not enough clothes to give everybody naturally, or money to give all of you for one account, for you to be where you want to be financially, naturally. How about I have such as this where you can look up and receive from the source that you will always have? You will always have. 
And when I did that, I shifted it. Now look at them. Kingdom expansion. About 15 more churches since my last visit. And that was 2014-15. This specific place. Old traditions were gone. New traditions biblically were presented. More homes were built. More schools. Colleges. Marriages. More cattle. More resources. Because they received from the source. And not see me as a resource. Or you. Because many people will have us to come just to receive what we can give. That's why, why do we think Paul, Paul, excuse me, Peter said, silver and gold I have not. They were begging. Let me teach you not to beg. Let me teach you not to get on social media to find people to give. Let me show you the supplier. Well, you don't have to beg again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seriously. A lot of things are not worth mentioning, especially trouble on every side. I realize how much of an emergency to cleave to God it really is. And to self-evaluate. Let me check my attitude. Let me check my way of thinking. Let me check how I part my demeanor, my mannerism. Because the enemy comes so quickly. Somebody will call and just cuss you out, cuss me out, just like that. And whole attitude shift. Whole attitude change. Then where goes the prophetic, where goes the power in the atmosphere? We can come together all day and night and just feel his presence. But I want to see what I've never seen. And I want to encounter what I never encountered. Not for me only, but for other people as well. Are we ready for that lifestyle? Because people come in all over in different ways. We're expecting to look a certain way, dress a certain way, have a certain things. Uh-uh. He didn't say howling with condition. I'm going to draw all men. My phone been going off all day and night. And I'm looking like, what is this? At first, all men can be in any condition. You just keep letting them know you're not in for that. Keep ministering, keep praying, keep interceding. They get it because you got it. I got it. So can they. Some come in, you know, upset. Some come in lustful. Some come in angry. Some come in with other practices. Trying to debate with yours and mine. You Christians this, you Christians that. Some come with anger. Every time I come around, people of God, I get pushed away. No one acknowledge me. 
And sometimes we feel like, well, guess what? Man up. Stop being a baby. No. Feed my sheep. I apologize for what you encounter. But know this. We're in this for him. So don't worry about what happens around. Just pray about it. And stay. Don't leave. Because you're needed. You're needed. And you're wanted. In spite of what it looks like. We in this for him, right? That's why it's so important to be motivating. So to go out and be motivational, I have to feel motivated. <laughs> so the enemy tries to attack me in those areas. Feeling vulnerable. Feeling needy. Trying to throw shame of a true identity. No need to keep talking about it. Just walk it out. Have to explain. Just walk it out. Walk it out. I was never a one to talk. Just walk. And walk well. What you explaining for? Just be. Mary said, be it under me. I'm right here. Just be. Father, be. And anytime you have an encounter with Mary, who carried Christ at the altar of God on your behalf, you know it got serious. I seen her at the altar yesterday. Hair cover up her face, so much hair. It looks so young and so petite. <laughs> and yet, current now, you know, Messiah, so strong and mighty. And she was at the altar of God on my behalf. And I was like, wait a second. Let me evaluate myself real quick. You understand? We have too much power not to see what we never seen. We keep seeing the same things. And we having the same encounters. And they're good, but it gets higher than that. We're higher than we were the last time. So why is the same encounter? We have to be open for the new. If our heart not in it, we're doing it in vain. People going to want to cry out to God. That don't mean because we're doing what we're supposed to do. Because they just want God. We have to stop thinking we doing something. We are a vessel, of course. But it's not my behavior that brings them to God. Neither is yours. It's his grace that brings them back. So I had to shift that atmosphere regarding any trip, any invitation that I receive and am receiving. Some would just cancel because of our believing. I'm not going to get on nobody's podcast or nobody broadcast, nobody's show and talk about any sickness or disease that's in the world. 
The focus is on Christ. Not going to talk about trouble. That's not good news. So I'd explain that very politely. Because last time I was invited to do so and I had my camera off. We too powerful to speak on a level of a problem regarding a problem without speaking on a level of the solution to every problem. And I'm just not going to be a part of it because I'm about his business, not mine. Not anybody else's. I know you feel the same way. That's like telling somebody, you know, you're ministering. Yeah, you are sick. Yeah, you're sick. I see it. Oh, look at that tumor. My God. Come on, somebody. I would not be a part of that type of message. So if it causes me not to receive an invitation or be denied or cancel one, then I'll just keep lifting the person up and reach out to them. I'm not going to cut you off. I'm not giving a warning about hell. I'm giving good news about heaven. That's going to win you over. Not speaking from a place where people currently decide to live. They already know they're not living right for them who are. Who grow up thinking smoking is good. Fornicating is, you know, good. It's okay with God to do. There are more people who heard about God here than those who have not. So the good news is traveling fast. Great. But there are still many more. And I realized when I have traveled to different places, I'm talking about outside this country. I had to really adapt. Because everybody we're living is different and we cannot have people to feel less of themselves. No matter if you wear deodorant, no matter if you bathe, it doesn't matter. That love shall outweigh any smell. No one should feel like, oh, they don't want to touch me. They don't want to come near me. And we pray in Christ. Come on, somebody. That man in that bed, Christ, take up that bed and walk. He wasn't far away from him. He walked towards them. The lepers and all of that. You know what cleansed it? Love. Love. Love brings forth the miracle signs and wonders. And that's God. This man, I was ministering at this shelter and he had bugs in his head. And I was like, whoa. But he wanted a hug. What am I saying? No. Get those bugs out. I just kept my focus on love and it wasn't nothing on me, neither were there any more on him. That miracle came from love. Casting out devils from people. I mean, doing voodoo, witchcraft, hand palm reading, Ouija board, chanting, astrology. 
I done cast out devils of people who was doing them gook stuff flying across the room. We can't be afraid of that. It takes a preparation to stand our ground regarding that. See, we want to do things that's comfortable for us. Go around people that look suitable to be around us. How about those who don't? How about those in a tribe like I went to? The Mozzi tribe. Those are the ones you see on TV with all the jewelry on their necks that tight and go all the way up. All kinds of bees and they just jump and ha na na, ha na na. And they look and they observe. A look alone, they can smell fear a mile away. And they can smell victory even closer. So it's a process to come away with God because we benefit being away with him. I'm telling you. It's good to connect, but we have to prepare a preparation in our walk along with him. Why we are connecting? Because many of us are connecting on the same levels. And I mean doing the same things. The same messages, the same songs, the same dances, the same logos, the same pictures even. It has to stand out. People of the world should be like, I'm going here. I don't care what it takes, I'm going here. I heard they doing prayer outside. I need prayer. I'm going. They're singing about God out here. I'm going. <laughs> people lie hands and people receiving healing. I gotta go. The doctor said I'm gonna die. I need. I need this. I got to go. I gotta take off work. I gotta go. You understand? People should be running over to receive God. Being healed from depression where? You understand? God dealing with self-love and self-care, but it don't take a long time. We can't stay there because we got to help others get to know who they are. Sometimes we in a place too long. Restoration, damn, just receive. He's now restored. He has restored. Receive that revelation. Hallelujah. God say talk about spoiling. The word speaks for itself regarding any of us. When we spoil people that we love, the word means spoil. It means rotten. It means no more good. Because naturally, we give them whatever they want when they want things. But spiritually, it's robbing them from exercising faith. Because faith produces patience. If they don't exercise patience, then how can they work their faith to produce patience? 
And how can they be blessed and entirely wanting nothing spiritually? We can't position people to always need spiritually when that happens first in his reality. We can't rob people of using their patience by, you know, using their faith. God say, without faith, it's impossible to please me. So if I give you every time you want, whenever you want, sometimes it's good for having people to wait. I got you, but, you know, let me surprise you. Okay. Today? No. <laughs> Today? No. It's faith. It's coming. It keeps people, you know, using their faith. If we always give all the time what people want, look what happens to their attitude and their character. They're never satisfied. They're hard to please. Nothing never good enough. They have the most tantrums. We can't do that. We can't. Because the people are going to look at us as who God is. They're not going to look up to him. They even use no faith in him. Because the only thing they want naturally, they can get it using their five physical senses from us. And it's robbing us from tapping into a different world. Hallelujah. We have to see change everywhere we go. We have to see the difference in people everywhere they go. Everywhere we go. If God say, get up and go to this place, you must get up. I must get up and go. Not question it. Who going to go with me? Got to go. I told God these couple of days, I don't, I don't want my camera on if that's okay. Nothing wrong with having it on and encountering great deeds. But I just want to stay out of my own way. Regarding any view, and I'm bold enough to say it. I don't want to be in my way. I don't want to look at who's watching. Just watch. <laughs> you understand? God will show us without watching. So many miracles takes place when we have a heart to just do it for him and not for us. Because even in all the ministries all around the world, it's clearly seen when we're doing it for ourselves because many of the times we show up right for the day to be seen to do so. But what happened to all the times that it was rehearsal and practices that all of us around the world who had and didn't care to come, but wanted to come for that moment to shine. That's how we know we in it for ourselves. When we end it for him, there goes the miracle signs. I'm telling you guys, last year did not expect to be in the Washington Post, nor Times, nor Chicago Times, nor Italy Times, France Times. Had no idea. I'm just going to have a heart to just serve out in the community to just release peace with a poster. And it's live. It's still on there. And this man cried out. I'm so glad you're here. He cried like a baby on camera. Because he said, I'm sick of this. And he was cussing. I'm sick of this stuff. I'm sick of hatred. I'm sick of racism. I'm sick of division. God bless you for coming here with peace. 
See, things like that will never be forgotten when we do it for him without thinking about us. Seriously. We got to keep ourselves humble and not a swell head, y'all. It's so quick to have a swell head when everybody complimenting. And we start thinking, yeah, you're right. I am doing it. You're right. I do have it. And then we start becoming arrogant. Start looking less. Start forgetting. Start turning our noses up at people. Don't touch me. Don't come around. You don't. You won't. I do. I have. Becoming arrogant. It can happen to any of us. And one way arrogance can become present and so easy is when it comes to the things. That's why God says, seek me first. And then everything else will be added. Hallelujah. So we are a step away from just encountering a heavy pour of God's anointing for supernatural encounters that we have never even seen. It's time for a new shout, a new way of praise, a new dance, not the same dance. Heaven is not boring. Holy, holy, holy man, everything is new at that moment. And that's a constant of a declaration. And a confession. Holy, holy, holy for this. Holy, holy, holy for that. God creates new angels every day. I encountered them a lot. One he created, he made out of light. Nothing but light. Very tall, shoulders very broad, and had this sword. Looks similar to like someone's Star Trek. And I'm like, wow, just beams of light in one form. And then God showed me this woman. He just made her that night. She met me and she said it. Look at me. He just created me. And I'm like, wow. The color of her spirit was the form of clouds. I couldn't believe it. I never forget her nose that was pointy. Her long straight hair. Very beautiful. Everywhere you see skin on yourself. Think about the form of clouds. Blue and white. That's how her spirit was, all over where her spirit is. Arms, legs, face, neck, ears, clouds, and sky. And I was like, wow, look at you. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> I say, what's your name? She said, my name is Samantha. Samantha. Nice to meet you, Samantha. You understand? So no more of the old anything, attitudes, anything. I realized when I give up hunger, it could be for half a day, couple of hours. God moves so much more. And regarding these friend requests, they were going off all last night. I'm like, come on. And God said, did not say I would draw all men. And this is modern day way of being drawn. <laughs> And I thank God for it. 
There's nothing wrong with publicizing what you and I do or showcasing. But everybody walk is different. It's like God go over the top to make sure I got to stay humble. Because what you caught, you can easily become arrogant. And I have to keep you humble. I said, I'm going to keep your feet from being moved. Do you understand? So I be wanting to be around people so much. Because I'm not really all the time. And many of you be like, man, I want to be alone so much. Because <laughs> I'm around people all the time. <laughs> but how about we want what we have and not, you know, not want what we do have. Cannot be vulnerable as a messenger. Cannot be wishy-washy as a messenger. You understand? God evaluate my walk before I try to give a message about your walk. So it's like the messenger gets it. That's why many feel so bad disobeying God. I know Moses did when he stroked that rock. When God said, you would not enter in. I know he was like, oh God, I'm so sorry. But they were still in the old covenant. It wasn't no, you know. Okay, I remember no more. You forgiving, but you understand. We needed Christ's blood. Not this monkey blood. Not this goat blood. Not this lamb's blood. And I thank God for being in this generation, in the new covenant. All the mistakes I have made. And I thank God learning from them. But one thing I do know, you got to walk this walk and you got to walk this walk well. Two feet, not seeking four or six feet. Not leaning on for no support. Knowing that you already are. You don't need no pacifier or rich food. You don't need no diaper on. You don't need nobody to wing you off. You are mature. You are seasoned. You will not become emotionally entangled. You will not victimize yourself. You are a victor. You will not look at the trouble on every side. That means you have to cleave. The devil try to throw distractions to keep you from looking. To hear. To say. He don't want you to say. He don't want you to see. You better be glad that you are where you are. And you've been called by the name that you have. Because too much is given, much to be required. And that goes for all of us. There's no I more, no you less, or you more, I less. We all created according to our walk. And I thank you guys for praying for me. I thank God for a constant of reality check. Because you got to be mindful how you conduct. Because you are a person who relates from God to man. And we cannot misrepresent him. Because if we love him like we say we do, then we have to showcase him. And not the things that we're trying to, you know, keep repenting from doing that we know we shouldn't do. 
seriously. I felt myself getting, you know, changing a little bit. Not a bad change, but I just had to stay focused. Don't become vulnerable. Stay focused. Don't victimize yourself. You're not being pressured. You're being positioned. Same goals for you. Are you ready to take the next step? Because you and I are a step away from the breakthrough. And how it shows up, just receive the reality right now. That everything that God says, it already is. Have a heart open to receive. Because a lot of times we are closed. Because we're thinking to do before he says. A lot of times he says before we can see. You understand. We don't need to go around searching for a word from God. You have a word right there on the inside. But it's good to hear one. But it seems like everybody has something to say. And a lot of times we hear a message and we don't see what's being prophesied. I'm not saying it's not correct. But I thank God for a right now word. By hearing from heaven right now. <laughs> you understand. Time mean everything good coming your way, my way. Not just resourceful relationships, being restored. You understand family, connections, everything that we're not even aware of. Even just, you know, on the inside, restored to how we feel within regarding ourselves. Our level of confidence. There are so many angels keep walking in this room. <laughs> and they just bringing presents. I'm telling you guys, before I get off of here, it's nothing like encountering an angel who push the bottle across the table and you can see a bottle go across naturally. And from that moment, I knew that the angels can touch different objects and cause them to move and do things powerfully, supernaturally. Now you visualize you on your couch and you ask the angel to go get you a sandwich out the fridge and there goes your sandwich floating in the air, but they're carrying it. Come on. That angel pushed that liquor bottle across the table. Like that's enough. This was, you know, two years ago, but it, that's enough. And when I looked at that bottle go across, I'm like, whoa, you guys can touch natural things. What can God not do? You're right. You're right. So I'm like that with this. <laughs> you understand? Be it unto me. I'm submitted to say, be it unto me. I'm committed to say, be it unto me. I'm persistent. Be it unto me. According to thy word. Ooh, I seen that halo. Mm, mm, mm. Por excuse me, portal. My God, I just seen a portal so bright in heaven. It's always shining there. Let it shine on here, God. May it shine on here, God. Supernatural here, God. Your supernatural is here, God. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. I love you guys so much. 
Let's continue to remain in our godly character and release the supernatural here. Yeah. I love you.